This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 15. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Networking the right way is something every single person has to learn, especially if you are serious about building your authority. Attending networking events and connecting with the people you talk to is crucial. And that is why face-to-face communication is important. In today's episode, we talk to Fleur Allen about the key to face-to-face communications when it comes to networking events. Fleur is a business owner and master networker, empowering people in business and to receive the right up-to-date education. Fleur has a 27-year professional career across many industries, actively networking to make new connections and new business as a business owner and networking trainer. Presenting out-of-the-box biz, monthly business networking and educational events to provide an efficient way to educate and train professionals and business owners in all aspects of business. But before we dive into what Fleur has to share, I would like to thank today's sponsor, GetResponse. GetResponse is probably the world's most easiest email marketing and autoresponder service. They have a drag and drop editor along with other cool features to make life easy for even the non-tech savvy people. And the best part of the service is their 24-7 live chat support. It makes it a breeze to get answers to any questions you might have. If you don't have an autoresponder service or you're thinking of changing from your current one, then GetResponse is definitely worth a shot. Go to keytoauthority.com slash getresponse to get your 30-day free trial. Now, here is Fleur Allen. Hey, Fleur. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, I've met you quite a few times in person. I've really enjoyed our conversations. And I knew that, you know, after talking to you, after learning about what you do in terms of the space of networking, I knew that I had to have you on the Key to Authority podcast. So really appreciate spending you spending your time and coming along to have a chat with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words, um, Janish. And it's a pleasure um, to um, spend this time with you. So, Fleur, like uh, I know a little bit of your story, but you know how you started from a completely different field to what you're currently doing. So, if you could share some insights in where you were and how you got into the networking game and what you're currently doing. Yeah, okay. Um, Well, in a nutshell, my current business, which is um, focused on networking, out-of-the-box biz, is actually a business structure taken from my first business. So this is my third business, which I started out in business eight years ago. And I actually started in business in as an online art gallery, um, would you believe? Um, so quite a different industry. Um, but the the actual behind the scenes business structure of this online art gallery is actually the same as out of the box biz. And the reason why I've kept it is because when I first started out in business, you know, you, you're green in business, you come seeking um, assistance and, and comment on what you're creating. So I used to um, take every opportunity to talk, talk to business experts, um, business coaches, what, what have you, and described and showed them the structure of my business. And consistently they came back saying it was um, a very good business in terms of structure. It had multiple streams of income and it um, was very entrepreneurial. And they said just, you know, all you need to do is just get it out there. 
sort of thing. Um, unfortunately, I started out in business in 2007 and the art industry kind of unfortunately um, has gone through some struggles and therefore I just didn't have the energy in me to change the entire industry in the art world. Um, so I decided after going along and having a, a successful property business to transform this structure not just focused on art and artists but to broaden it to all businesses because what I provided for my artists was actually, you know, um, marketing and branding and, uh, you know, all those sorts of things, services for my um, artists who are members. So now I have um, businesses that are members rather than artists. So and how I came to actually take the giant leap from going from an art industry into business uh, in terms of business networking and education is I have a history as a teacher, I have an education degree, but also I've always been known as a business networker in terms of in my professional life even before I was in business. So I just love people, I love connecting people and to be honest, being in this um, business, I just feel like I'm in my flow and I do what I love. So I feel very, very fortunate um, that people are really going for um, this new thing. No, I, from talking to you and getting hearing your story on face to face, like I can relate to that, like how eager you are and how happy to help others you are. And a good, really good transition in terms of you saw that opportunity and took it right up and uh, your business is flourishing. So really good kudos on that. So we come to the question is like we talked about when we met that face to face uh, conversations are important. So Flo, from all your experience till now and running a networking business, you would have seen that that's really important. So what is the key when it comes to face to face conversations? Um, well, to, for the key for face-to-face -face communications, I think it sounds really super simple, but it's just to have the confidence and the courage to just simply be yourself. And what I mean by that is allow your own strengths, personalities and values shine through in what you do and the interactions you have face-to-face. It, it, it has implications in building um, trust, building rapport because you're authentic, so you're making authentic um, connections. And it also means uh, you just come off as, as just more genuine. Um, for, I'll, I'll give an example. Like for, for myself, when you're face-to-face -face with someone in a networking situation, a high value for me is, you know, I have a history in performing arts and the arts, so aesthetic appeal is a high value for me in terms of, you know, art and and basically pretty things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and that extends more broadly into fashion and things like that. So when I meet people, my natural instinct is to notice and comment on people what they're wearing or, you know, if they're wearing a distinctive necklace, if they're wearing a funky um, tie, um, whatever it might be that, you know, I've taken notice and is unique to that person. Um, so that's me showing my value and if the person I'm talking to ha has a similar value, then they'll connect with you, um, connect with me immediately. We've got instant rapport and we can continue the conversation on about what we have in common and not 100% um, focused on just, you know, um, flogging each other, each other's stuff and business. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
in terms of flogging each other's business, I'm pretty sure our listeners and yourself have gone to quite a few networking events where just people just come there, hand out their networking, uh, their business cards, and that's pretty much it. There's no real conversation happening, and <laughs> it's really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's it's meaningless. Uh, I mean, just handing out, scattering out your um, your. I was going to say credit cards. Wouldn't that be nice? Would be lovely. Around my credit cards, No, um, the business cards. I mean, it's just a card. I mean, it might have great branding, great messages, whatever it is. It might be distinctive looking, but basically, it needs to come to life with the human being that that card represents. And particularly in a face-to-face situation, you can't just rely on your card. I mean, you can rely on your card in certain circumstances if you've sent it. In, in the mail or something attached to something. But when you're there face to face, you need to, you know, demonstrate that you are the living, breathing expert that you are claiming to be on that business card. So to just hand it to someone and not have any connection, to be honest, they're just going to go home back to the office or wherever and it's just going to either end up on the desk or in the bin because it's <laughs> no meaningful interaction. Um, so what I like to do is, and what I recommend people do is when there's, you know, you have the conversation, you, you try and get to know each other, which sometimes is challenging in really busy networking situations, but you just have a go. And when it comes to the exchange of the business cards, um, point, I always like to write something unique about that person on the back of the card. And that helps me. Um, remember them um, at a deeper level and it also assists me when I do a follow-up um, message or arrange to meet them when I'm, we're not in such a rush, um, face-to-face, one-to-one, um, to be more personal in that communication. So, you know, when you do that, people will bond again with you um, far quicker and deeper and it, that just builds trust and it demonstrates sincerity, authenticity, and that you have a genuine interest in that person as a person, not just as a potential business contact. I agree with that in the sense of like that genuine, authentic conversation and that connection because quite a few times you go it and you realize that you talk to a person but you had nothing in common. And when you take the business card, you're like, who was this? Yes, that's right. Especially if you're in a really busy, like packed networking room, you may in the moment at the time think, wow, this person's incredible. I, you know, I can see we've potentially got a lot of synergy, a lot in common. We could help each other out, you know, but if you don't write something like that down, just a few key things like as to why you feel that way, you know, you aren't going to remember. And that's a, that's a lost opportunity. On the topic of remembering, like, what would you suggest people do in terms of them being remembered in terms of the other person? So how, like you mentioned, you tell people that oh, what a nice a necklace or something like that. So how can someone be, stand out so that other person they meet remembers them? The best way to be remembered is for you to talk about them and listen and ask questions about them and then once they've um, explained a few things and, and talked about themselves, described themselves, then if you just repeat back a couple of the key points that they, they discussed, you repeat that back to them, you will be remembered. You will stand out in that networking experience. Because to be honest, we like, we like talking about ourselves because it's easy. Um, but. If you're the on the other end of that in terms of the listener, you're being you're demonstrating sincerity and you're you're just 
they just um, trust you um, far quicker because you are you are paying some attention to them rather than take take take. You're actually demonstrating that you're interested and that you're taking the time to get to know them. And if you do that in business, I mean, business is like any relationships, you know, in your business life, in your personal life, you need to take time to spend time with people and to nurture it and not take these um, connections and relationships for granted. Yeah, and in terms of that building that relationship and comparing it to other relationships is really key, and I think people miss that point. So back to bringing that, you mentioned that the key is confidence. So like, you know, sometimes people are just starting out networking or they haven't been exposed to this kind of scenarios. So what are some tips you might have to share that they could give them a confidence boost or you might have seen people do kind of things? Well, um, number one, fake it till you make it. <laughs> If you don't feel confident in a networking space, um, no one knows that. And just, you know, hold your head high and walk in there. I mean, sure, I network and I now ne- I've learned to network very effectively. However, there's some days or some evenings I'm just tired. But you just, you know, what my phrase is, because um, a phrase my father used to say to me is like, suck it up, sister, and get on with it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The show must go on sort of thing. And and not that um, networking is a show. It's just I come from a performing arts background, so that's why I'm using that terminology. But, you know, um, for if you're not feeling confident or you're not on top of your game, just put the face on. As in that's And when I say fake it, I don't mean don't be yourself. I just mean be a, a confident version of yourself, if that makes sense. And do things like have strategies like what is your aim and what is your goal out of that networking event or experience in terms of, um, the one way I've built my own business through is through networking, but also each month I have a focus of one particular occupation that I'm going to target to invite to come to my events. Now, as a result, you know, say if I um, targeted lawyers, for instance, then I've, I do get lawyers visiting. However, because I'm super focused, I'm just talking to a bunch of people throughout the month and other people come as well and that's okay. Do you know what I mean? But if you've got a focus and a purpose, even in a networking event, you're far more um, focused and, uh, and, you, and you just – it's easier. I find it much, much easier rather than walking into a room, you feel completely overwhelmed, you've walked in by yourself, you probably know maybe one person and they're the host and they can't spend time with you. And you've just got to go, what am I going to do here? I mean, I actually had that experience uh, recently. I, um, I've joined Rotary um, because recently because I want to, one, um, give back um, to the community, but also because I run a membership organisation, I see the value in myself being a member of a m- membership organisation, if you know what I mean. And so... I was a member for like about a week, I think, and so I went along to their district conference and I arrived late. So um, there was a whole bunch of people from my club there, but I hadn't found them yet. And it's like, I don't know, it was about 300 people there. <laughs> and so at morning tea, I still haven't found anyone in my club because there's so many people around. And so I get my little cup of tea and my, my biscuit or whatever, and I'm standing there literally, miss, you know, master networker in the corner by myself going, 
okay because it was a different culture. I was in a different, completely different environment and I just kind of went, okay, I'm going to have to do something here. So what I did is I thought, okay, because everyone, a lot of the um, existing members who'd, you know, been there for members for some time were wearing jackets and things that said where their clubs were from. So I, I looked around the room and I thought, I need to go and find someone in a club that I've got a connection to the area that they're a member, if you know what I mean. Yep. So yep. I found just by chance, I think the universe was on my side, um, I turned around and there was like three or four people from um, the Rotary Club of Kalamunda and I grew up in Kalamunda. So I just went up to them and said, hi, I'm new. <laughs> I'm from this um, club and I grew up in Kalamunda. And they were like, fantastic. You know, they just immediately bonded with me and basically looked after me until I found my own club members. Do you know what I mean? And as a result of that, I mean, I had no expectation. As a result of that, they've invited me to be a guest speaker at their club. Do you know what I mean? So if you the, the way I got out of that you know feeling of oh, I'm here by myself I don't know what I'm doing or not 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 that I don't know what I'm doing but who am I going to, going to talk to was I thought of something that I had in common with somebody else and tried to seek that out and as a result as soon as I found people that I had a connection with both they and I immediately relaxed. The conversation was easy. And like I say, I had no expectation. It just naturally led to them inviting me to come and speak because they said, so how did you find out about Rotary um, Rotary of Crawley, which is my club? And I said, well, I was a guest speaker and that's how I met them all. So they said, oh, well, if you speak, come and come and um, do a presentation for us. So it kind of led naturally from there. So if you're – Lack, feeling like you lack confidence, and number one, no one else knows that. So that's the context of what I say, fake it till you make it. But still be yourself, obviously. But also have a strategy of um, how you're going to focus yourself and seek out someone that would be meaningful to you because if it's meaningful to you, it's also meaningful to them because you're sincere and you want to get to know them more, if, if you know what I mean. I agree with that. And one of my mentors, you also know him, Ron Gibson, was in episode number two. He also mentions that, like, you might be, you know, might not be the only one uh, there and there are quite a few people on a similar boat and you have that thing instantly common where you could just start, well, isn't this networking thing quite a bit similar to how everyone feels? So that instant report kind of thing. So I really love your advice in terms of that fake it till you make it, but in the sense of actually trying to make yourself the confident person. Yeah, because we've all got that little voice inside of our heads um, saying all ridiculous things to us, do you know what I mean, in yep. terms of when you're confronted with a space where you don't know a lot of people. And I know Ron Gibson very well, and I, I've, I'm always honoured to be invited to his events as well. But, you know, and he knows very well, as, as well as I do, that, you know, you've got to make sure when you're the host that you do host your guests. So if you're going to networking events regularly and you're just not being welcomed and host, hosted appropriately so you don't feel so much like that, then don't go back, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, at Out of the Box Biz, we have um, a team of people at the door. Um, we call our greet and meet um, team and 
you know, they have specific things. They know um, specific things they need to do to make sure people are welcome. We've got about three people, four people there and a couple of people milling about um, to make sure, to ensure people aren't at a loose end and they're feeling hosted and welcomed and, and included. And that's really great because that feels them at home. So now quickly to wrap up, what is one thing in terms of either being building confidence or building rapport or that key to face-to-face communication that the listener could go away and take and then implement it? Well, number one is to carve out time to make sure you are um, meeting people face-to-face is number one um, because, unfortunately, with the ease of social media, the ease of technology in terms of smartphones and text messaging and all that sort of stuff, even, you know, a Skype call kind of thing, you're missing so many other levels of communication in terms of eye contact, in terms of body language and the way, I mean, we are hubs of energy. I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but when you're face-to-face with someone, you if you've got a um, similar values and similar rev, uh, resonance, you tend to feel more relaxed in their company almost immediately. It's just the way um, our human Bodies are wired, if you know what I mean. So make sure you commit to and carve out time where you are going to -to face-to-face events, um, particularly networking events, and attend events that are working for you. I mean, not everything works for everyone. And if it's not working for you or your type of business, this may not be the the error or of any problems of the event you're going to. It might just not be a good fit, a good match, because there's a lot of different things out there but you've got to find two or three that are different net because tapping into different networks to make sure you're working these three networks because not all three networks will necessarily be firing all at one time if you know what I mean I mean I'm lucky I I'm I run a networking organization so that is one of my own networks I not only uh, support um, people in my network but they support me if I need a you know, insurance broker or whatever, I just put it out there if we don't have the, a member and just, you know, they support me as much as I support them. But I'm also, you know, regularly attend a chamber of commerce, um, which is a, works well for me. Now, all chambers are different, so you've got to find the one that suits you. And that's why I joined Rotary. So there's my three networks, and they're very diverse. They're very different. I always meet different people there, and they have different purposes. But I feel 100% supported as a rounded business person because I'm going to these events regularly and I've committed to them. So I guess that's it is commit to face-to-face events and communication and make sure it's a good match for you, your personality and your business and your business goals. And that's really good in terms of committing and then diversifying the events and things. So really enjoyed it. I know time's running out, but... How can uh, our audience get in touch with you in terms of out of the box biz, even and the events and stuff? Well, I'd love um, for people to connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, Fleur Allen, um, and also or just Google my name, Out of the Box Biz. We come up, but our next event is on June the tenth. And we've got an expert guest speaker, Tim Wise, talking about storytelling and business, which is so uh, such a good extension of what we've been discussing today in terms of face-to-face communication. Yep, and I'll put all those links uh, on the show notes and really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Fleur. Thank you so much. I've had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.
Hope you enjoyed listening to Fleur share about improving your face-to-face communications, especially at a networking event. Also, don't forget to register for the next Out of the Box Biz event on 10th of June, where Tim Wise will be presenting on storytelling to influence, inspire, and increase business profits. The registration link is in the show notes. Today's action for you is to commit time and effort to -to face-to-face communication and events while making sure they're a good match for you, your personality, your business, and your business goals. To register for the event and all the other details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP015 for the show notes. And if you have any questions, make sure you leave a comment. Till we talk next, keep attending networking events. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.